Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to Real Girls Radio. I'm Millie. And I'm Emma. And we are both very normal Real Girls, just like you, here to talk about all things health, fitness, and navigating your way through this crazy life. We're your new besties. We want you to feel part of our weekly chats, and we're excited to invite you in to our exclusive girl gang. Grab some snacks and chillax whilst we chat. Woo! <laughs> Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hello, guys. Hello. Oh, we're back. Welcome back to what Real episode are we on now? I think we're fifteen. Wow. Episode fifteen. Wow. Well, season, season. Season two. two episode five. five? <laughs> no, I think six. Hopefully, we don't butcher that. I don't know. But anyway, hello. How are we all? Today's episode and topic of episode is going to be very topical. Extremely very topical. for us. Especially when I shared the fact that I was going to therapy and I started therapy on my Instagram, the amount of people who were either saying, Oh my god, congratulations, I did therapy, best thing I've ever done, or there are a lot of people who are saying, like, I'd love to do therapy, but I don't, but I don't know where to start, mm-hmm. I don't know where to begin, I don't know how to find my therapist, I don't know who's good, what sort of therapy. There's like so much to it, yeah. And I think I was probably in like a fortunate position. Sorry, we're going straight into this, let's get straight into it. We'll, we'll do the flop and fly eventually. <laughs> Get going, girl. You literally asked me, how are you? And yeah. I was just, woo. It's a therapy <laughs> session happening right now, guys. I'm ready. Hit me. <laughs> I've actually lost track of my thinking. I don't know what I was saying. You, you were saying you were in quite a fortunate position. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is, this is, okay, the sentence will end after this and then we can go into our fucking oh, okay. Um, I was in a very fortunate position where I had a housemate, Anna, who had gone to therapy for a long time. And so she directed me and I've actually got her therapist, which is quite interesting. We'll oh. talk about that in the episode. Yeah. Um, so that's how I've started. That's how I found my therapist. Oh, so I think that's really good. It's definitely, yeah. it can help knowing people and having contacts. Yeah, where I was going with that was that a lot of people are interested. Yes. And a lot of people are very much like wanting to, wanting to be proactive with starting therapy. Definitely. So this is why I think this episode is gonna be really helpful. And also I can definitely relate because I have touched on my mental health quite a lot on my Instagram stories over the past few months um, as I've been struggling with my mental health. Yeah. And I always get a lot of messages and comments regarding mental health and other people resonating and feeling the same and just genuinely saying they wish people spoke about mm-hmm. it more openly and were more real about it. So I think, and I hope this episode can be very relatable to a lot of people and hopefully helpful yeah. for us to just talk about our own experiences, what we do to help yeah. ourselves yeah. and our experiences with therapy. Yeah, and disclaimer, we aren't professionals. We, we are, are not, not professionals and we are not experts, experts in this. Just just talking about our own experiences. Just a couple of real girls talking about girls it. on the radio. <laughs> So let's go with our flop and fly. Okay, you go first. What's think, your did flop? Did I go for this last time? No, I did. Okay, I'll go first this time. My flop is okay. This is quite. It's quite a bad flop, as in it's it's a flop that is occurring a lot of time. Like, okay. Fucking hell, it's a flop that's occurring regularly. So I'm getting in this TikTok hole. TikTok hole, right? Uh, can you, I just say I hate TikTok? But okay. So you can't relate. No, I can't relate. What's the hole? God, the hole. Is the TikTok. 
the so black you get hole into of the black hole. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the one reason why I refuse to get into it's, the TikTok hype. I don't, I think actually, I think I know why I'm getting into it a lot recently is because I am, I'm acknowledging my emotions a lot more. So I think the way to distract myself is this TikTok hole. Right. And it's getting a lot, and it's actually really making me feel very unproductive in my days, and I'm wasting a lot of time on and it. And that in itself is really bad for your mental health. I know. So it's good that you're acknowledging that, yeah. because you can now work on it. I know. So what are you consuming when you go through this TikTok My hole? algorithm is very different. I've got dogs on there. I've got mental health stuff on there. I've got stupid dances on there. Mm -hmm. I've just got trends. And you just... And I just, boop. you know, it's so easy. It's because like, it's just one flick yeah. of the finger. <laughs> A small flicker of my thumb. <laughs> and then that's why it's so easy. Cause it's just like, you want to stop, but you can't. Yeah. You just keep going and going and going deeper, deeper. Have deeper you watched that Netflix show on how social media, oh, I forgot the name of it, but it's how social media is quite literally so much science and money is invested into mm. how to make it addictive. Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of psychology behind it, for sure. Like it's designed to make you not want to get off of it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because that's how these companies making money. It's like with anything, food, it's designed to, you don't want to stop Make it more it. palatable to yeah. make you addicted to mm -hmm. it. It is, well, well, it is, is an addictive thing. Nasty place. Right? It is a nasty place. But at least we're acknowledging that. Okay, so that's what are you gonna do flop. to make that flop into a fly? Um, to make that flop into a fly, I could either make my algorithm very positive and very informative. Yeah. Which is probably unlikely. Or. Or just put your phone down. <laughs> but that's what's it's the hard. hard thing. Yeah. It's like, you, you know what I think it is? It's like, I'll just flick to the next one and mm. then that's it. And you flick to the next one and then you're like. Okay, now I'll just switch to the next one. And do you know what's also hard? I guess, in a way, it is partly associated to work because yeah, that's the thing. A lot of the time, you have to looking, you have to look for trends and yeah. audios that you can then utilize to make your own content, which is work. That's literally why I go on it. So it's finding that borderline uh -huh. between what's work and what's being unproductive and wasting yeah. time. I know. So maybe you. Right, I've got an idea. Okay. What you need to do is schedule in like two to three times mm. in the day where you spend like literally five to 10 minutes Oof, researching wow. TikTok for trends and like set yourself a timer and go on it like three times yeah. a day. So then you're you're still doing it and getting those like creative insights, mm. but you're not like hopelessly scrolling yeah. through and ending up in mm -hmm. the, the black hole of yeah. hours down the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get you. One thing as well, which is where my weak spot is, is when I get into bed at night. Oh, yeah. It's like a comfort thing. It's like for some people, they like to read a book. Some people, they like to do whatever. I like to scroll through TikTok. Mm. It's a comfort. Right. So it's like, because also I think when you're about to sleep, yeah. that's when you're in your thoughts. All your thoughts are running around in your head. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but I get a lot of reoccurring thoughts, the same thoughts. As soon as I hit my head on the pillow, it's the same thoughts that come in my head. I'm not going to go into it because it's obviously personal stuff, but it's it's literally consuming. Mm -hmm. So the way to stop myself from thinking those things is to literally go on TikTok. And I find think ways what you to need to do that because that has become a habit now. Yeah. You, the best way to break a bad habit is to replace that habit with I a know. new habit. So you need to find something in replacement of that before you go to bed. I need to like read. Yeah, but if, if you're not into reading, yeah. that's gonna be too hard to replace it. So you need to do something that isn't too difficult. Yeah, I think I'm gonna listen to a book. Cause I think I'm yeah. someone who likes listening. I don't really consume much information when I'm literally reading it. Cause I think I'm dyslexic. So I think listening to things is a lot easier for me. So I think I'm gonna have to get audible. Yeah. The audio. Maybe you could even, cause I know you're quite like a, like an active person. You like to yeah. do things. You could like write or draw whilst you're listening to an audio book. Okay. Just oh, like, I could draw you could try like it. flowers. Yeah. I'm really bad at drawing though, because it's probably gonna like remind myself of how shit I am. As practice makes perfect. Okay. Leave TikTok alone. Leave TikTok. Why was it even invented? Like it's actually annoying. People are just becoming so reserved and taken away from real life actually, and just living in this virtual world of TikTok. No, it's scary. Um. Okay. So, flop and fly for you. What was your fly? <laughs> My fly. Oh, I started therapy. Oh, yay. 
Yeah, that's a fly. Okay, well, we'll talk about that in the, in the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was quite relevant, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so my flop is I I had a bin incident. Oh, It was sorry. nasty. Bin. So basically, there were some bins in my shed that I wasn't aware about. In your shed? Yeah. All right. And... Why weren't you aware about them? Long story. You didn't put them there? No, just a long story. Okay, we won't get into it. I want to know the details. (laughs) So these bins in my shed had been there for a while. And I wasn't aware. So I went to pick them up. Little did I know they were infested (gasps) with maggots. (gasps) These maggots. Um, Sorry, that's probably a bit too too much for your ears. So I had like a maggot infested shed with all these bins and Ew. you know, I'm a single gal now. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to deal with this by myself. So I, <laughs> I started putting the bin bags in my car. Oh, you, I saw this on your story. This is actually stupid. This is actually stupid. And this my, is a fun moment my, for My sister was like, Emma, <laughs> what are you doing? Get them out of your car now. So I put the maggot bags back into the shed and then I just took I just took the bins that I could take into the car without the maggot the maggots and then how do you know which ones because you could see them oh, <laughs> they were everywhere that's actually awful. um so then I drove my car to the tip it was actually my first time ever going to the tip adult things we adult things and um yeah, that was just my flop. That was a big flop. So you didn't it, get maggots in the nice, car? It made, it made, no, there were no maggots in the car, but my car smelled disgusting. Ew. But it I th- actually makes me gross. Yeah, it was not nice. But I feel like we're on a roll with like turning our flops into flies. Okay. So anyway, I'll turn that flop into a fly because I went to the shop and I bought a really nice smelling air freshener for my car. Lovely. And it smells so lovely. And now every time I get into my car, I'm like, mm. Mm, smells really like change the mood. Oh, Oh my god they do bad smelling or good smelling it just changes the game i don't know if it's an adult thing but as i've got older i have mm, i appreciate fragrances and candles so much i more. think it is an adult thing i wonder so i listened to this other podcast and it's like they talk about pheromones have you heard of pheromones pheromones isn't pheromones, that, yeah isn't that where like females periods sink and then they can go um, on their period no 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 no, no maybe it could be related oh no no but it's, it's where smell. someone smell and and then like the it, it instantly attracts the guy. It's like oh yeah, I smell that Every, like, I like everyone so has their own personal yes, pheromone. but we can't smell it. Why did I think that was something to do with like? There must be something else to do with that. I think it's got a similar name. Oh my god, I'm embarrassed. I've just messed that up. No, I I mean I wouldn't be embarrassed by that. I don't I'm think... gonna Google it and I'm, I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, to be fair, you do know your terms and words quite well actually i'm a little bit surprised you haven't got that one we need to go back to the word of the day we do why haven't we done that god we're still a bit rusty aren't we Aww. oh and my fly so. oh shout um, out sam if you want to shout out sam <laughs> <laughs> and then my fly what's your fly oh that was your fly it smells no because that was just a oh. fly from the flop <laughs> my my separate fly is that i'm here and yeah I'm you're back, you're back you're podcast. back and I, f- I film on myself now. Cut up the courage, come back, and she's here. I'm here. We're back in motion. Yeah. Oh, and another fly is that I, I released my Empire journals. Oh, yes. I'm excited to use this. Yeah. Another and fly is you got sunflowers. And Millie bought me sunflowers. <laughs> so many flies. It's a great day. Oh, my God. It's quite funny, though, because maggots turn into flies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There's too many flies Ew, going on. I don't like it. Okay, so should we get into the episode? Let's get into the episode. Right, so... We're going to talk, we haven't really got too much of a plan. It's just going to be an open, honest conversation yeah. about our own experiences and like <gasps> what we find oh. helps us deal with our mental health struggles yeah. and a little bit about our experiences with therapy. I think it's really hard. Like, I'm going to go straight in. I think okay, it's go straight in. fucking hard. My first session, how many sessions have you had? I've had therapy in the past before. Oh, interesting. When okay. I was younger. Yeah. And I have started again. I've only had two sessions. Oh, okay. So it's so very you, recent. You've, you've had, you know, past experience. I guess that's, you know, you kind of know what you, what to expect when you're going into yeah. it. Yeah. Because I had no idea. Like, it's quite funny because I did psychology at uni. Yeah. I did three years. Well, I also did A-levels as well. So I knew on paper and in theory so much about therapy and so much about 
our minds and what th like what therapists do, like what their you know protocol is and stuff. And this is actually probably one of the things that was stopping me from going to therapy because I thought that I, because I knew what they were gonna say, I knew what their next step was in the therapy process. Like I was like, you can't, like you can't kind of trick my brain because I know what you're doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's really it's hard kind to of like it. you wouldn't be able to get hypnotized by it person who hypnotizes yeah you i guess that know is what yeah doing. or like a magician wouldn't be able to do a trick do on a check you on you on another magician yeah it was <laughs> calling myself a magician or a therapist i'm definitely not a therapist but no, i completely get what you mean it's like i'm hesitant to let another online coach coach me yeah. Coach. yeah yeah i guess that is the same thing so that was one thing that was really stopping me but then i just came to realize like i can't be my own therapist it, you know i'm i'm to be honest i'm very surprised that i've got through what i've got through without therapy but I think there comes a point where like, yeah, I may have got through like the physical weight gain and overcoming my own little things. But I think there's a lot of inner work that I need to do from my yeah. childhood and a lot of things that I have just suppressed. And I probably a lot of things that I didn't, didn't even realize that I've suppressed. And I think I'm coming more to terms with my people pleasing habits and you know, my, my relationship things, like there's a lot a lot that I need to just unravel. And I think when you know more about yourself, you come to accept yourself more as well. Definitely. So I just thought, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. Oh, I'm proud of you because yeah. it is a big step and it's scary at so first. So scary. People make it look so easy. Yeah. I don't know why, like, I just see people say they, they go to therapy and they just say it like it's, you know, going to the shops. I'm like, you never, you never told me how hard this is gonna be. Like mm -hmm. I, the first session, I I sat with her. She's really she's really really sweet, and she um she just basically said how I was. Can I can I just ask and yeah. so everyone else knows? Um, it's online, isn't it? This is online. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah yeah. So this is online. Do you do yours online? Google you me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I have this like other. I don't know what it is. It's like yeah. Um. So yeah, we do it like kind of on Zoom, and I'm in my room, and she just asked me like how I am, and then there's only so much I can say when I'm like you know, how are you? And when it's, it's a very stranger, open question. Yeah, isn't it? Where it, do you start? Where do you start and where do you end? So I was just didn't really know what to say. And, and then I feel like as humans, we're conditioned to respond with, yeah, yeah, fine, mm, so that's how are you? When yeah. even if we're having the worst day of our life, like yeah. you're not gonna be like, oh, well actually, I'm, I just, I feel like I'm about to cry yeah, myself. literally. <laughs> even though you know that that's what you're there for, yeah. you still are a bit reluctant on opening up, especially on the first session. And because I think obviously how, I mean, a lot of therapists technique is to to just allow pauses yeah. so that you can think think more and like talk more. So there were a lot of pauses and I felt really uncomfortable. And then I think it was about 20 minutes in and I just went, I just opened up. Like I just said everything that was on in my head. It could be things that were just flashbacks from my childhood that just popped up in my head and there was like so much going on. And I was just literally word vomit, like so much coming out. And I just found myself like sobbing. I couldn't get my words out because of, you know, when you're just crying so much and you like, you can't get your breath. Yeah. And I was like, at the end of the session, I was absolutely exhausted. Yeah. And I didn't really know where that all came from. Cause I was like, before I went into the session, I felt fine. And then it's like, all that comes up and I'm like, shit, there is a lot. Yeah. That I am actually subconsciously suppressing every day. Yeah. I don't realize that, that I'm doing it. Yeah. And I think so many people don't realize. This is why a lot of people think that, oh, I don't need therapy because yeah. on paper they're fine. And I also think a lot of people are put off therapy because they might do one or two sessions and think this is awful. Yes. This is horrible. Like mm -hmm. I can't do this. It's not nice. Yeah. But it's like you have to work through that to yeah. actually get the benefits. It's like that quote, like the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. It's oh, like you have to grow and wait yes. through the process to actually see the positive the change. change. Yeah, for sure. Because I actually said to my friend who also started therapy, but then she literally did one session and she didn't like it. And I said to her, I was like, there's so many factors as to why you probably don't like that. One of them is you don't like feeling your emotion because she's a very like cold person. She yeah. doesn't, she's not very emotional. So when emotions do come up, she doesn't like it. She switches off, she pushes it away, which is obviously the whole problem in itself. The second thing, probably why she didn't like it is because she didn't find the right therapist for her. Mm. Cause I think that's so important. Like you want to be able to feel comfortable and like, to open up with the person that you're talking to, that you want it to be a safe space. Yeah. So there are lots of different reasons. And I was like, quite disappointed that she had 
literally stopped after the one session because she was so close at planting that seed, mm. yet she just pulled away. And I was like, you're so close, like you need to just push through. And she, so I told her that I went to therapy and I told her that I cried so much. And she was like, oh God, are you gonna continue? And I was like, absolutely. Like yeah. th that is a no brainer. Like this is amazing that I've cried on the first session. Even the therapist was like blown away that it was my first session. So do you have these weekly? Every week, every Wednesday. And how many have you had? One. Are you I've had one. She was wow. literally shocked that I that was my first one because I just gave all the information to her. Not obviously not all of it because there's so much more, but I just really opened up. Okay, so what like led you to actually finally reach out? Was um, there like a was there like a moment or was it like a build up, an accumulation uh, of like things happening? I think or was it like you were struggling with? So I wasn't actually fine. struggling like. I'm I've I'm the happiest I've ever been. And when I said that I was going to therapy to my mum, she instantly was like, oh my God, are you okay? Like what's gone on, what's changed? I was like, nothing's changed. I just think it's been such a long time coming. Mm. And I finally plucked up the courage to do it. Cause I think, like I said, you don't need to, you don't need to feel the absolute worst to get help. Like yeah. you should really get help before you feel the absolute worst. Yeah. And I think I have gone through a lot in my childhood, which, over over time I'm realizing more and more about and I knew like therapy was going to be inevitable but I just didn't know when I was ready and I think the past year I've always been ready especially like with Anna she goes to therapy all the time so that's like definitely opened up the doors a bit more yeah. for me I'm like oh okay like I guess if she can do it I can do it I've like kind of you know seen her come out of therapy sessions been alongside her all the time so it's like definitely helped me maybe get that one step closer to the thought of going to therapy. But the main thing that was stopping me was finding the right one. Mm. So this That's is why- That's so good, you had a good connection with yeah, this. Yeah, 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 this is definitely why Like I just thought, I'm not like, may, some people may disagree having the same therapist as like your best friend. And I was very hesitant because I was like, what if this, because obviously this therapist knows both of us now. Like I don't want her to bring in maybe some things from Anna's therapy sessions into mine subconsciously. Mm. But I think I really trust her. Like yeah. she she said to me, she was like, she wouldn't she wouldn't do this, she wouldn't allow this if if she wasn't gonna be professional about it. Yeah. And like if she didn't think that it wasn't gonna help us. Yeah. So I'm optimistic about it. Um Oh, I'm proud of you. Yeah. For doing that. I just think there was a lot of things that I've experienced in my life and I just know that I had to just I have to I don't know. Talk about Talk it, about it suppressing process it. it. Yeah, because I think a lot of childhood things, I don't know how much I want to go into it really. I don't think I've, yeah, I have spoken about it a bit actually in the first episode, but like daddy issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think it's very obvious that there were a lot of things that I had um, experienced as a kid and even like as a teenager, which yeah just told me that I needed to go therapy basically. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I think I think it'll be great for you. I really do. What about you? So I've had, okay, I'll backtrack. When I was younger, I, from the age of like 12 to probably 18, mm -hmm. I had a, um, a counselor. Um, I had therapy and a social worker and I was meeting them every single week. Social worker as well? Yeah. Therapy, social worker, and a counselor. Mm -hmm. And oh, my wow. social worker would come to school uh, to see me. My counselor would pick me up from school once a week, and then I would have therapy every other week um, at oh, doctors. How old, how old were you? <laughs> uh, this, well, it, it wasn't happening for the whole duration of these years, but from it, I started having this from the age of like 12 until I was like 18. Um, that's yes. really, that's a lot for a young yeah. kid. I, I was very young and I was diagnosed with um, depression and I'm just gonna say it, depression and, and psychosis. And really? I was on a lot of um, medication for this when I was younger and the therapy when I, I it, it helped a lot. Mm -hmm. And my biggest goal when I was younger to, was to get off my medication because I just didn't wanna have it rely forever it, yeah. and rely on it. There's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with yeah, taking yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's extremely helpful yeah, for some definitely. people, but I don't think it's a long-term um, 
strategy forever. Yeah. Like you, you want to use it to help you get back mm. to a place where you can then focus on the other things to help with your mindset yeah. and your mental health. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a really big achievement for me when I actually stopped having wow. therapy and counseling when I was younger. And I have felt like I have needed it for a while, but I've been so apprehensive and hesitant to go back to it because of my my previous experience and how like happy I was when I stopped therapy because I was like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm better, like I don't need it anymore. So I kind of like subconsciously felt like it was a regression. So you think it was a weakness to go to therapy? Yeah, but it's not at all. No. It's not. But a lot of, that's like a very stereotypical way of thinking. I think it's yeah. easy to think that because you think therapy, you're you're sad, like you're depressed. Like yeah. it's just this, these instant, very quick thoughts that people think. But it's and, literally the opposite. Yeah, and I'll say now, like I'm, I'm not struggling with depression or low mood or anything like that. My, my issues are they're very physical. I struggle really badly with anxiety, panic attacks, and recurring nightmares. Mm. Which it, it sounds it, like trauma. It, yeah, it can be life. Cons it can be consuming. Or PTSD. Like, I'm just gonna diagnose you here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might be. I've only had a couple of therapy sessions, but it's been very eye-opening and it's made me realize very needed. Oh yeah. For different reasons to what I had when I was younger. So I think it's been good for me to go to therapy because mm. it's made me realize like what you have previously struggled with in the past, like you can then struggle with a completely different mental illness or mm -hmm. mental health problem which is completely mm. separate to that. And so you can't kind of like tie the two together. Yeah. And that's what I was doing. I was just putting myself into a bracket and I being see. like, oh, I'm weak. I need to go back there again. But no, it's not a weakness. It actually is a sign of strength to oh, reach out for absolutely. help. And I'm so proud of myself for yeah, doing that. Yeah, I'm very proud. And I, like you, like I feel really positive about yeah. talking to someone about it. And already they've given me a lot of help. Um, and I think sometimes you just need someone else to tell you. Yeah, you do. Because you, you do. know it in your head. It's a lot of like self-doubt that we have that we just need some sort of confirmation or reassurance that we're either going in the right direction or like we're not invalid or yeah. our feelings aren't, you know, we are heard, we are listened to. Yeah. That's a big thing for me. Like I never felt like I was seen or heard. Always really? very much like ignored. Like everything wasn't like everything. I just felt invalid yeah. the whole time. So I think this journey for me is for her to reassure that me that that's not the case. And like, there are so many things that I should be, I don't know, feel valid for, Yeah, I guess. I don't know. What would you say is like one thing you've really, like you come out of therapy and it's one thing that you, you've really learned. Like it's a big thing that you've, you've learned. She, my therapist has definitely taught me the importance of having a plan for your mental health. Like I'm all about having a training plan and yes. like, you know, like with my clients, like meal plans and structure and mm -hmm. like, you know, training and stuff. Like it's made me realize like you also need to do that and you need routines and structure for your mental health. Mm -hmm. um, so she's taught me a lot about having like a short term, medium term and long term plan for mm -hmm. like therapy and steps to getting better essentially. Yeah. Um, so that has been really eye opening. But then like, like what I was saying, the a lot of the time, like you just need to hear it from someone else to actually action it. Like mm -hmm. the tips she's been giving me for the short term, like the importance of like a strong, good bedtime routine and, you know, spending time alone doing things that mm. make you happy. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural natural looking results with little downtime even better this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment no maintenance required improved jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with juvederm volux xc 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. ...and journaling and things that, like, I know myself and I, like, encourage my clients to do and stuff, but, like... Mm it's so hard to actually do it yourself. yourself. Yeah. So having someone else tell you and remind you of the benefits of doing so can be so powerful, yeah. like, cause it makes you do it. Yeah, you can't just talk to talk, talk the talk. You need <laughs> to walk, walk the walk. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that you've opened up a lot to her in those two sessions? Mm, no. Do you find it hard to open up to her? Yeah. Is it her? Yeah, okay. it's her. Why do you find that? I don't I think it's because I'm still trying to process a lot mm. but um I I think right now I'm just trying to get like imminent tips and help to help right. me manage okay. the day to day yeah, yeah, yeah. because being completely real like I've been having frequent panic attacks and it's mm. it's horrible like it's you can't not you can't livable. control your breathing yeah. and like it's really scary because yeah, yeah. even even though you know you're not gonna die like it can feel like mm. you're gonna have a heart attack has she, this is a weird question, but has she um, spoken about the wardrobe analogy? No. Interesting. Would you so, like to talk about the wardrobe <laughs> analogy? <laughs> That's what I learned in, in, in uni. Um, so basically when, when we were learning about like therapy and like different techniques and stuff, there's this certain therapy for like people with, people who have panic disorder or like PTSD. And basically this wardrobe analogy, I'm probably gonna butcher it again, fuck's sake. But basically what happens is in this wardrobe, you've got this event that's happened in your life or events that's happened in your life that, that can create these flashbacks and panic attacks and like very traumatic experiences. And what happens is we just put them in the wardrobe. We like, we just shove them in, like the wardrobe is all disorganized. We just shove it in, just put it away. All the, like, we'll, We'll go to that some other yeah. time in our lives, but we're just not gonna do that now. We just need to ignore it. And so what these therapists do is like, you open up the wardrobe, it's all this mess and you're like, oh my God, I need to sort this out. And you just take all these like clothes down and everything. And then like with each hanger, you put like a jumper on or something, which is basically, it signifies like a memory or something. You're gonna put it on the rail and that is you processing that hanger. And that's like, okay, that is stored there perfectly fine like it's away it's not in my present you've moment i'm not wearing it, it and you've put it away and you've put it away you're not wearing it you're just putting it away yeah and you, it's not disorganized it's all organized it's all there and you can go back to it whenever like it's always going to be there but what the main thing is it's like you've put it away yeah and it's closed like the doors are closed now and yeah. you're gonna get on with your life and go to the shops or whatever like it's just put away I mean, she she might bring that up because that, <laughs> that definitely resonates with me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically like the whole point of it is that you have to just confront it to process it. Yeah. But then you can put it back. It's fine. Yeah. Like once you process it, it's not gonna be stuck with you forever. Mm. It's just... And having that therapy helps you actually do that process. Yeah. 
But I definitely think, I, like I know for a fact, I have suppressed and put away so oh, many of things that have happened in my life because my therapist has told me that's definitely why it's coming out in my nightmares. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's in your like, subconscious. It's like almost given me like some weird, like fear of falling asleep. Oh God, yeah, I can imagine. I have the same nightmare three or four times a week and it it's so real. Like I can't explain to you how real it feels. It, would you say like even thinking about it now is it's scary. anxiety provoking? Yeah, and like the weird thing is in this nightmare, when I, when I dream it, I wake up in the nightmare, but I'm still in a dream. So it's really hard for me oh to distinguish. God, whether you're actually woken up or if again you're just dreaming yeah yeah no i so you relate don't know with that the real is happening. i so relate with that and then when you do wake up you're like you have to just check certain things because you're like did that actually happen yeah and that is actually when it's really scary because it does it can come into your life yeah even though it's just a dream yeah but i guess yeah like your therapist said like that i guess that's a way of you processing whatever it is that you're needing to process is but it's in your dreams <laughs> yeah so it's a lot but I think going to therapy is definitely gonna help. Yeah, obviously. and like mental health and like looking after mental health is something that is so close and personal and passionate. Like I'm so passionate mm. about it. Um, I lost my uncle last year due to suicide. And mm. that was such a shock because he was such a happy, mm. bubbly person. And it like, it breaks my soul to know that he must have been struggling so much inside and just felt like he couldn't talk about it or acknowledge it. Aww. And I just feel so passionate about talking about it to normalize it because no one should feel ashamed or embarrassed mm. or, or feel like they can't reach out for help because help is always there Absolutely. and it, it can always get better. Um, so I think pe people need to talk about it more yeah. and like, I used to feel embarrassed about talking about it, but I don't now because yeah. I think I think everyone yeah. has their own mental health struggles and everyone struggles yeah. with it in some way, whether you realize it or not, I think anyone can benefit from taking time out to invest in their yes. mental health, whether that is therapy or, you know, going to speak to a friend or family yeah, member yeah, or yeah. journaling or doing, opening up. doing something to talk and open yeah, up yeah, is yeah. like the best thing you can do. It really is. A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, it really is. It really is. This is quite an interesting thing because I saw this on Instagram. I'm not gonna say who, but I basically saw someone say that people need to stop glamorizing poor mental health. Basically you like, glamorize. yeah, so like, this is why I was like, wait, how do you glamorize? I think he, she was trying to basically say that a lot of people, I don't know, like I think a lot of people on social media now talk about their mental health. And I think he, she was saying that it's a way of glamorizing it. Like it's a way of getting views or something. And it really, really hit a nerve. It really did hit a nerve because there's nothing glamorous about that. I don't understand. I think like, I think what they might be talking about is when, you know, like the movies and like some things on social media can portray therapy to be like a very bougie, like, oh, you're going to see my therapist oh, and like think? some like posh like, therapy do room. You Which, you know, in reality, it's not that. It's like uh, you're sat at home on a Google Meet mm. op to openly talking about your struggles. Obviously there's lots of different forms of therapy, but I mean, I, I can see like why they might term I that as maybe glamorizing. Like seeing it as a trend. I get, okay, so how I'm seeing it now, it's like weight gain. No, no one's speaking about weight gain. Absolutely no one. Obviously, it's a hard thing. It's like for a lot of people, it's coming from a background of an eating disorder. Yeah. And maybe now weight gain is some sort of trend that you see on Instagram, or yeah. like a lot of people are kind of using it as a way to gain followers. Like I don't know, but I guess maybe that could be a a glamorizing aspect of talking about mental health. But I still do think like. It doesn't take away the fact that they are still going through that. Yeah, I, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that's... I just didn't agree with it when I read it. Cause then it made me think like, what, uh, can I not talk about my mental health on my Instagram? Like, is that me glamorizing it? And I was really overthinking it. And I was like, I just want to help people here. Yeah, it's, it's really difficult because, you know, you never know, there might be people using it to 
you know, in a way, just talk about something and jump on a trend if that's the thing. I'm not really aware of this, but you know, some people might just be trying to help other people and just talk about it to normalize it, or even just talking about it out loud on their social media might help them deal with it. So I just think each to their own, do what you yeah, want to do. Yeah, definitely do. As long as you're like not pressured or- You're not pressured and you're not like, putting a negative spin on it yeah. and like making other people feel bad oh god no well that's the thing like even seeing that made me feel bad and like we terrible. i think we spoke about this in the other episode but you should like i have a problem with doing this you should never discredit yourself and what you're struggling with yeah just because other people might be going through something worse like i i think that's so true like yeah you should never feel guilty for wanting to focus more on your mental health or reach out for help even if you deep down think you don't have it that bad yes you think other people have definitely. it worse so like it's wrong of you to reach out like I don't think that definitely in fact I've actually um my company have actually partnered or started um working with another company called Spill and it's incre it's an incredible company who basically offer the employees in your company therapists and counseling and very good um, you know someone to talk to so yeah. like my team now have open access to therapists and counselors and people who just they want to have a chat to about mental health That's and really everyone's been using it and has seen such positive impacts mm. from it and that just goes to show like no one really feels like they need, need it, it until yeah. they've had it and then they can see the benefits that oh from absolutely it. i think when it's easily accessible like that yeah anyone will take yeah. it for sure so how did you find your therapist mine is through the company we've partnered right with. Yeah. okay interesting yeah. so you basically like we we use slack so we just um yeah reach out to someone through that oh that's really good but like i really recommend it like well, this is obviously not affiliated at all yeah. like we pay for it ourselves but if you're a company or an employer or even if you work for a company who you think might you know mm. benefit from that it's a great company also utilize. um if you're not in a company and you're just like me who has no idea where to begin a lot of you guys on my instagram have um said better help is really good which i actually did partner with them like in a youtube video another i don't know a couple of months ago and this isn't an ad but this is just saying like better help basically is like this platform where you can choose Therapist, and you can like see therapists, you see their profiles and everything. So like, it's just makes it a lot more easy for you to see which one you want to go with yeah. and everything. And there's another website, I think it's called oh, Mind. Yeah. Oh, Mind. I'm just gonna double Wait, check that quickly. Oh yeah, so we have like an A to Z glossary of all the different disorders. They also have lots of like helplines and like resources that you can utilize. That's really good. Um, Wow. But anyway, I think we should talk about things that we personally do and utilize ourselves. Obviously not as like experts, but just like from a personal perspective, what we find helps us with our mental health. For me, genuinely, journaling yeah. is one of the best things. Like for, for someone who's never done it before, it can feel really weird and foreign to just like get some paper and like write and down like, your thoughts. It can feel like effort. Oh, it's so much effort to do, but actually it, you will gain yeah, so much benefit from will. it. Just doing a mind dump, brain dump. You know what I think is quite funny? Um, I think in this day and age, journaling can feel a little bit like old fashioned because you're you're writing with a pen. And I don't know about you, but like, I never, I never pick up a pen, no. literally never. I'm always typing, always on the phone, always, you know, there's always a keyboard. So like when I'm journaling and I'm writing with a pen, it's like, God, this is taking ages. Like my, my brain is a lot quicker than my hand. Yeah. So sometimes that puts me off, but when I'm doing it, it's yeah. great. Like I'm loving it. It's very therapeutic. Yeah. Um, yeah, either doing a brain dump or if you're lost on where to start, you can get like actual journals that have prompts or yeah, that's good. you can just go on Pinterest and Google journal prompts and copy those. That's what I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've actually yeah. come across some of those. And that's just write, point. write down. It's, it's really yeah. helpful. Another thing that I do is like clean, declutter, organize. <gasps> I love this. Like that's my default i always do that yeah i think it's because of wow. um that saying like messy environment messy brain or if yeah, like if you've got a, yeah. if you've got a tidy environment, environment yeah that's going to represent itself it's gonna in help your mind you. yeah yeah uh, maybe get the marigolds like, out maybe not <laughs> Get the marigolds out. Marigolds. Maybe not like straight away, like a crazy person, like journal, <laughs> clean. Get a Dyson out. Like. 
But no, like I do find, even if it's just like a little bit of a mooch around. Yeah. Just doing a bit of cleaning. I kind of do a deep clean, you know. I get, I, I get, I get deep into the bath. Toilet. <laughs> I get deep into that toilet. <laughs> I'm literally everywhere. I'm literally on my hands and knees, like on the kitchen floor. Like, what? yeah, but you always feel like so much better after. I love it. Right? I love it. I do it when I'm like um, hungover as well. Yeah. yeah. Jasmine does that. Does Whenever she? she's hungover, like she just, just gets like, urge. Yeah. Just, ugh, clean. I just feel really productive. Um, I also find that if I'm having like a really anxious down day and I'm feeling like really like low about myself, just like taking a bit of extra time to make myself feel good mm -hmm. and like, you know, do my hair and makeup hair, pretty and yeah. like feel, just feel good about myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like go see friends, like get outside in nature, yeah. like go for a walk, do things that make you happy with people who make you feel alive. Yeah, that's true. You, you, don't, want, you don't want to surround yourself with people who drain you. Or you don't want to isolate yourself too yeah, much. Too. There's a fine line between spending time by yourself to, yeah. you know, recharge and have that like alone time. Mm. But then there's a fine line between like isolating yourself and like keeping away from other people when mm. actually, you know, you can, you need other people around yeah. you to boost you up, yeah, yeah, up yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sure. I find it, see, I find it hard to find that balance because mm. after my first therapy session like I said I was absolutely exhausted like I never ever 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 get headaches I can't even tell you like I just don't get headaches at all don't know what they feel like this was the first headache I felt after this therapy session I was like what the hell is going on in my head I felt it like behind my like eye sockets and yeah. in my jaw like everything was aching I was just exhausted and I thought I don't want to do anything today I don't want to see anyone and and then I was thinking that when it got to the evening I was like because I was invited out for dinner and also by another friend, I was invited to go like to this like darts thing, which is, so I had two events that I then turned down because I just thought, I don't want to go. Like, mm -hmm. I want to have my own. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because I was, you know, anxious and sad and low and I just wanted to be in my own little bubble or if that was actually just me needing, needing it and self-loving, self-care. Yeah. I think you just need to be careful not to do it all the time. Mm. like you know one off like a few a few nights fine but if you catch yourself like over weeks and weeks and weeks like declining invitations oh okay yeah and yeah, like yeah, saying yeah, yeah. no to things yeah. and just like locking yourself away oh yeah yeah then it's i think you know you need you, you need to be around people yeah, who no, love definitely you, who bring you up i think i definitely got in that hole like probably during lockdown and then it was like when people were coming out of lockdown and i was like i think because i found this routine of obviously this new routine in lockdown, you're not surrounded by lots of people. So I was definitely in that hole and I found it really hard to get out of it. But once you are out of it, you realize, oh my God, it's so much better. Yeah. Like it is, you do have more fun when you're spending time with people, definitely. like when you've got that balance. Um, but yeah, when I spoke to my therapist, I'm not gonna go deep into it, obviously, but one of the things that was really getting to me was I find it really hard to reply to people on my WhatsApp. Like find it so, so hard. I don't know what it is, but I'm just like, I can't physically do you it. You procrastinate. I do yeah. this too. I feel really bad when I do it to you. And you No, I do it to you as well. I like it gives me severe anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's up? I feel like I'm letting my family and friends down and like the people who are closest to me down. And it got it really there was one time where I felt so, so low and disappointed in myself is when I basically messed up my day and I double booked and I was meant to see my friends, but I had another thing that I had to go to. And I just completely double booked. Like I was yeah. just so clueless with what I was doing in my yeah, day. Like I was really all over the place. Yeah. And one of my friends said that they were disappointed. And that literally like, puts, broke like it broke me, like a dagger in my heart. Really was like awful after that. And uh, I told my therapist and she was like, they, they're probably just sad that they couldn't see you. They're not disappointed in you as a person. Cause I, I obviously took that as really personal. And I, when I was, cause I was already feeling like I was letting my family friends down. Yeah, it's That was like confirmation to me. Mm. And she was basically saying like, obviously no, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that's another thing that I'm trying to get over. Like finding the balance between being a people pleaser, but also putting myself first and having boundaries. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that's gonna be really tricky to try and learn because I keep saying yes to everything. Like, yes, 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 yes. And that's probably why I overbooked because I was like, I was just literally doing so much mm. and I still am, but I'm trying to just start saying no to things. Not because I don't want to see them, but because I literally just need time for myself. Yeah. 
So yeah, no, I think a lot tricky. of people probably struggle with the whole WhatsApp getting back to friends and family. But it's just a lot. It's just a lot. On top of like like your work oh, and God. like your day to day, and then just like doing shit at home, like your laundry yeah, and just like day cleaning, day, washing your hair, like, and like doing your makeup, getting ready, doing the fundamental parts of yeah. your day to day life, a job fitness training yeah eating, there's just so much cooking, going on and then also having to reply to everyone and like and then I dms mean, have, as well we have to like remember like we're lucky to have friends and family yeah. so then you feel guilty because you're like oh god i know the last thing i want to do is push people away because i'm not replying but i keep saying like to all my friends i'm like just so you know like it's yeah, not I'm, just you it's yeah it's not just it's, you it's me and, and i may <laughs> it's not you it's me yeah <laughs> classic line but also i may like just because i'm not replying frequently does not mean that i'm not thinking about you does not mean that i don't care about you like yeah i like we're just as close yeah it's just the fact that i can't i can't Do you know what i think quickly. i think so many people have this problem yeah i i genuinely think a lot of you guys listening right now but none of my friends do <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're really quick with replies God, but you know what it is up. though but you know what it is it's probably because their job is well, all, I mean, all their jobs are like nine to five hours jobs. And I think it's so different with us because our job is our phone. Yeah. So being on our phone is a chore in itself. Yeah. So replying to WhatsApps is a oh, very yeah, similar like method when, of when you replying to emails or... At the end of the day, after like computer, emails, like editing, phone, Instagram, like posting, yeah. reply, like yeah, yeah, you yeah, just get off your phone. Yeah, exactly that. Voice notes is the key. Voice notes. I'm a sucker for voice notes. Yeah. I fucking love voice notes. What did we say again? Oh, we were talking about things that help us. Oh, Christ, yeah. Why, how did I get onto that? I, know. <laughs> I really do chat away, don't I? Um, things that help me. Walking. Love. Yes. Love a walk. Like, I just love the scenic walk. Like, I don't like walking amongst concrete. No. I like walking along the river. Yeah, this so you go to all the parks in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I envy people who I live in London because Honestly, there are so many like, beautiful parks. Charges me up. I just become a new person. I'm quite lucky where I live because I live in the country. So yeah, you're so like it's nice. There's area. a there's a bunny rabbit field right next to oh. my house. Oh my god! Stop! I hope they're not going to be there to be killed or anything. No, no. Okay, good. They're very quick to run away as soon as you get into the field. So it's a like, farm. No, it's just a field, but it's full oh, of bunny with rabbits. Lots of it was like an organized no, no, no like like bunny rabbit bunnies, farm you know? <laughs> oh okay oh that's cute but i definitely find exercise moving walking yeah. training i love mm, cooking me so much cooking. i really do love baking my millie's cookies okay what's your like best bake to date i think i'm a i i'm say a sucker again i don't know why i keep saying that i'm a sucker for a <laughs> very american <laughs> i'm a sucker for yeah isn't it? <laughs> i i love a cake like a lemon drizzle. Oh, nice. Oh, love that so much. Are you still making your sourdough? Why? <laughs> Tap Guys, Sandra died. She died. Oh, I killed I Sandra. <laughs> you look really emotional about this. <laughs> no, because Sandra was so close. <laughs> babe. I shouldn't have brought out the sourdough. Guys, I'm crying. I'm crying. Oh, God. No, Sandra died. <laughs> right, you're going to have to do a bit of explaining here to people who are like, what? I've just been on. a bad mum. I've been a bad mum. I killed her. Um, this is when I went to LA. This is when I went travelling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I came back and you're gonna have to explain who Sandra is to the to the girls who are like, what is this girl on about right now? <laughs> I forget, I forget that people don't know who Sandra is. Okay, Sandra is <laughs> Sandra is the Saturday start. <laughs> and um, she she basically was. The the baby. So every sourdough life that I created every week, every Sunday. Sunday sourdough. Yeah. Um, so basically every Sunday I would make my sourdough from my starter called Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously without Sandra, there's no sourdough. No. So sourdough is done. 
Right. Sandra's out. I'm so sorry She's to gone. bring that up. It was quite a traumatic time. I really felt like I'd let, let Sandra down. I did. And I let my followers down because there was no more sourdough content. Mm. But doesn't mean it's the end. No. I think I'm going to go to Gales. I'm going to get a starter again. Call her Sally. Bring it back. <laughs> nice. And bring another new chapter of sourdough yeah. back. Okay. Yeah. I'm so sorry it was for <laughs> bringing that emotion up. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that response. <laughs> I just, oh, so hell. baking helps you feel better. Baking That's helps me great. feel better when I don't kill when you yeah or burn you don't kill things. Sandra. Yeah. I also think like um, eating nutritious foods like makes oh, me see, feel I can't so eat. I really can't. Are you comfort eat? Do I've you? recently discovered this. Recently discovered this. I'm like I think a lot of I'm people sad. will relate and resonate to that because comfort emotional eating yeah. is so prominent. I mean, never used to be like this, and then it's like. Recently, I'm finding myself just eating more. And I guess, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. But why Why am I posting my emotion? Why am I dealing with it this way? Like, it's just quite interesting why it's suddenly switched like this. Is there certain foods that you like navigate to when you feel like that? No, not really. I think maybe just more like sweet stuff. I think it's good that you're aware of that though, that you've like just yeah, yeah, that yeah. it's like an emotional hunger, not like a oh, physical fully. hunger. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. sometimes like going through like stressful, things can actually increase your appetite a lot and then it's actually physical hunger. Mm. Yeah, I guess, with, for, but then for you, it's like the opposite. Yeah. You lose your appetite. Me, it's literally the opposite. So it's quite interesting, isn't it? I think we need to kind of shut that. Oh God, yeah, how long have we gone? That mental health to Sandra. <laughs> Sorry guys, it's been an emotional roller coaster today. I hope you guys have, you know, still gained something from this episode in terms of like ways that we find help us mm. deal with like anxiety and our mental health and also how like it is okay if you're struggling with your mental yeah. health and it's okay to not be okay yeah and if you feel like you could benefit from speaking to someone then just do it because like millie said a problem shared is a problem yeah. half and i do think it's really hard to come to terms with the fact that speaking up is going to help you because obviously in the moment it feels very uncomfortable and yeah. very like I don't know, you feel like you're exposing everything about yourself and you think you're probably gonna get judged or I don't know, you're gonna, you just feel very uncomfortable when you're speaking about your own problems. But I promise. You gotta grow into it. It will help, mm. it will help. Yeah. So yeah, therapy's great. Yeah. We love therapy. We would recommend. We would recommend. Okay, give us your quote. Oh, my B-roll's popped up, guys. Um, My quote. So this quote is very, very, very simple. We love a simple quote, I do. Are you ready? <coughs> I'm ready. Thoughts are not facts. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. That's actually really Right. Tricky. It's a very quick quote. It was quote. just how you like, <laughs> slowly like Thoughts. went up to the microphone. Thoughts, Thoughts are, are not, not facts. facts. Very true. It's just as simple as that. They're not facts. So don't always believe them. Mm. I don't always believe what you think. What's yours? Mine is, all endings are also beginnings. We just don't know it at the time. All endings are the, yeah. Yeah. So when you think like the end of something has happened and you're really upset about <gasps> something mm -hmm. crashing down or ending, you need to redirect that and see it as a new beginning. One door, and a fresh when one start, door closes and, and opens. door opens. And just, you might you might not feel like it right now, yeah. but you will look back and think, wow, that that chapter ending was actually the start of something new. Yeah, love that. That's just reminding me of High School Musical song, start of something new. Start of something new, it feels so right to be here with you, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I love you guys. <laughs> Funny. Right, we will um, um, see you next catch one. Catch you in the next episode. Love bye, you. bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.